Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. So how radical was the teaching of Jesus? How radical is the teaching of Jesus? We looked at what he had to say about sin yesterday. And uh, today you're going to talk about how we deal with our enemies, what Jesus had to say about that. Yeah, we only actually talked a little bit about what he says about sin. He says a whole lot more. Um, and, you know, people avoid all these kind of things by saying, oh, we, we mustn't be sin conscious. And that's absolutely right. We need to be Jesus conscious, not sin conscious. But to be Jesus conscious isn't to say that sin doesn't matter or that God has a light view of sin. Because what I was talking about yesterday uh, was addressed to disciples, not just to non-believers who are outside the kingdom of God. So, you know, if we have received Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, then his light has come into our lives. And so Jesus says, don't fill your life with darkness because you misuse your eyes. Now, that's just one way of sinning. Um, he talks about a lot of others. For example, if anybody causes a little child to sin, it would be better for him to have a millstone hung around his neck and to be thrown into the sea. Well, that's radical. Uh, why does Jesus use such language? Because he wants to understand how desperately important it is, how disastrous, really, if you are responsible for causing somebody else to sin, um, it's enough for you to sin and therefore need to be put right with God. But when you cause others to sin, you not only sin yourself, but you're putting somebody else in a difficult position with God because then that person will also need to be forgiven. So Jesus is saying these things have a knock-on effect. So there are many, many more things that um, Jesus says about sin that are just as radical. We could probably do a whole week's programs about that, but I don't know if anybody would still want to be listening at the end of the week. But you're basically saying that what we actually do, what we do in the physical realm, always affects our spiritual life. Absolutely. You can't, you can't separate. You can't say, I've got my Christian life, my religious life over there, and the other practical aspects of my life over here. No, there's a continual interreaction between the spirit, soul, and body. So uh, what you do with your body affects you spiritually, and what you do with your soul affects your body. Paul, Paul calls the body the body of sin because it is so easy for sin to come into our lives through the misuse of our bodies. Um, but we're going to move on now to talk about what Jesus says about our enemies. Now, I expect all of us readily can think of his statement, love your enemies and do good to those who hate you. Well, that's radical, isn't it? Um, what does he mean by enemies? Now, we have, we have two kinds of enemies. We have the spiritual enemies. Those are the devil and the demonic powers that are opposed to the Lord Jesus Christ and therefore opposed to the work of his kingdom and opposed to those who belong to Christ. Now, Jesus has given us authority over all the powers of the enemy. So we have authority over those things. 
But we also have enemies of the truth, enemies of the faith, enemies who are opposed to Christianity. And therefore, we can have enemies in the workplace, enemies among our neighbors. Hopefully, not too many enemies in the church, but of course, some of those who do not really believe and trust in Jesus are also members of churches. And Jesus is clear about that, that the enemy comes and sows weeds among the wheat. So um, what is his attitude, not towards the spiritual forces of darkness, but towards the people that are opposed to us, that are enemies of the faith, enemies of the truth? Well, Jesus says, love them and do good to them. Now, that's not how the people in the world treat their enemies. If people hate, they usually hate back. But Jesus says, uh, when men persecute you and speak all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake, rejoice and be glad, for great will be your reward in heaven. Now, that's radical. I mean, somebody has done something really spiteful against you, has spoken maliciously, has told a pack of lies about you. And Jesus says, rejoice, be glad. Why? Well, he said, when they treat you like that, they're treating you like they treated me. If they, if they persecuted me, they will persecute you, he said. If they've hated me, they will hate you. Uh, you see, they would treat you in exactly the same way as they treated me. Now, where is Jesus now? He is reigning in glory in heaven. And so we've seen that the, uh, this week, as we're talking about the radical Jesus, because God's purpose for every Christian is to be like Jesus. So just as we are to have a radical view of sin and how awful sin is so that we avoid it and resist temptation, so we're to have a radical view of how to deal with our enemies. Love them. Do good to them. Forgive them. And if someone sins against you seven times in a single day and comes back and says, sorry, what are you to do? You're to forgive them. Peter says, how many times must I forgive? Seven times? No, 70 times seven. You just keep forgiving, forgiving, forgiving. Uh, you find, you see, that when somebody opposes you, and I've had opposition all the way through my ministry, I mean, I've had to put the radical teaching of Jesus into practice, or I don't think I'd have been able to survive. But if you forgive someone, you completely disarm them. When somebody really wants to, to you know, do you down and, uh, and uh, hurt you and, and actually even try to undermine your ministry, and you turn around to them and say, well, I forgive you, they're completely disarmed. They've got, they've got nothing to say. It silences them. And what is the effect on your spirit when you do that? Well, you feel good. Because, you see, when, when somebody hurts you in some way, if you forgive them... You don't take on board the hurt. But if you fail to forgive, then you get hurt Something by festive. what they've done. Mm. It, it, you've, you've allowed what they've done to not 
only affect your soul, but to actually affect you spiritually. You've taken the hurt on board. Whereas when you forgive, you don't take the hurt on board. It, no matter what they do, I mean, you don't like it when people speak maliciously and especially false things against you, but it disarms them. I mean, I, I can remember once at, at the airport, I was just flying off to holiday, picked up a book. Um, it was written by somebody that had interviewed me on television some years before. So I thought, oh, it's interesting to see what this book says. Happened to open it a page where the writer was speaking about me. And what was stated was just, uh, you know, Colin Urquhart believes, boom, 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 boom. I didn't believe any of it. It was a total misrepresentation of what I believed. Now, if I'd taken that on board, it would have ruined my holiday. If I thought I must, I must uh, get back to this author as soon as I come and just put the whole matter straight, I'd have been seething, I'd have been riled about it, it would have upset my sleep, it would have upset my holiday. But I, I closed the book and I said, actually I said aloud, I was in the bookshop, but I said aloud, I forgive you. And that was the end of the matter. I can think about it now and it doesn't cause me any hurt. I can remember doing it, but I never thought about it, never worried about it, it didn't trouble me. Um, because I knew that what was written wasn't true. And I'm not in the business of defending myself. I'm a preacher of the truth. I would defend the truth about Jesus. But you see, this is how Jesus tells us to react. When people do you down, doesn't matter what they do, forgive them. Where does the question of justice come into this, though? God is the God of justice, and he will vindicate his own. I have found time and time again that God vindicates the truth. All you've got to do is just hold on to the truth. You don't have to fight for yourself. You don't have to hit back. You don't have to fight back. Do what he says, radical as it is. Love your enemies. Seek to do them good. Pray for them. Forgive them. Go on forgiving them. Speak well of them, no matter how, how evilly they speak of you. You see, nobody listening knows who I'm talking about. I could mention the person's name, but I would not do even my enemies down because how can I love them and forgive them if I start speaking ill of them? I'm just giving testimony of something that happened, but nobody has a clue as to who I'm talking about. So no self-defense, no self-vindication? Uh, what does Jesus say? If you're hit on one cheek, turn the other. That's radical. The world doesn't do that kind of thing. The world doesn't deal with opposition and enmity like that. It's totally radical. It's totally different. But it ends up in making you totally victorious. This is what I'm saying. You, you overcome by doing things the way that Jesus says. And you can be quite sure you will not be the loser. He will vindicate the truth and he will honor you. Because, you see, it doesn't matter what others do to you, they cannot touch your reward in heaven. And Jesus says, the more they treat you like they treat me, the greater will be the reward that you have in heaven. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 